What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 222 Podcast. Um, Today, I just wanted to come out with an episode on how to tackle 2022. Um, I think it's just, you know, beneficial for everyone. Maybe you need some some guidelines, you need some help on, on how to exactly plan, you know, your following year. And, you know, it's good to plan because... You know, you want to look at the pros and cons you had from the previous year, right? Like, you know, what went right, what went wrong, and and what do you really want to improve? Because you don't really want to go into next year like, man, I should have done this, I should have done that, um, and things of that matter. So what I did first was I went ahead and researched the top trending resolutions for going into 2022. And I I, I put them into three different categories. So one of them was health. Um, Obviously, it's been a huge one for decades. Um, This one included body and mental health. Uh, the second one is finances, and that's also been always a huge one, and I really want to deep dive into that one for a lot of people. Um, and the third one is actually follow your passions, hobbies, things of that matter. And that's always a good one to have as well. You want to try new things in life. You want to you know, grow yourself, not only physically, mentally as well. Um, so just, you know, once again, take this with a grain of salt. This is all my own opinion. So take it as you'd like. Um, you know, you can turn off this episode whenever I, I completely understand. But I, I just hope this helps somebody out there just be able to plan ahead and figure some things out for themselves. So I think the biggest thing first that you want to look at when it comes to planning for the following year is for me personally, I, I do it mentally wise, but the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself is write it down. And, and that's huge is reflect on 2021, right? Write down what went right, what went wrong. And, and you can't not tell me that, you know, things didn't go wrong because, you know, life happens. We always have things going on. And, you know, whether it's your car breaking down, whether you lost your job, whether you got out of shape, maybe you wish you would have asked that guy or girl out, you lost a relationship, you know, like things of that matter, things are going to happen. It is what it is, right? Like we can't live life with regret. We have to move on from it. And you want to, you know, not make that mistake again, or you want to make sure that you're on top of those things. So the biggest thing is to split a piece of paper down the middle, write down the pros of 2021. Maybe you got a promotion, you got a new car, you saved up a thousand dollars, things of that matter. And then write down the cons, like we just talked about, you know, things that went wrong that you wish you could change or things you didn't like and you want to improve on. So I think that will help you more than anything, right? Is being able to reflect right? If you don't want to write it down, talk with your loved one, talk with someone, a friend, or just, you know, literally sit down on the couch or in a chair or at your kitchen, you know, whatever, and just be like, okay, like, you know, I'm ready for 2022. What am I going to do differently? Like, what do I want to do? Do I want to travel? You know, things of that matter. So that's the biggest things. Um, now I really wanted to get, get into the, the, big stuff and and talk about these categories. So with health, I think health is absolutely huge, right? We talk about it every year. People talk about it on the news. You watch it on those news resolution shows. People want to get in shape. People want to get healthy. People want to start eating better. And I think the biggest thing for that is, and I honestly, let's be honest, you know, our country, you know, here in the United States, it's not the healthiest country. I'll be a hundred percent honest, right? It's not like, you know, there's a lot of people that are out of shape our culture is just a little bit different than everybody else. You know, we drive everywhere. Some people in Europe walk, you know, like or bike or or whatnot. Like the lifestyles are just so much more different than in other locations. You know, when, when even when it comes down to diet, right? We like fried foods. We like, you know, KFC, fast food, you know, like we like drinking, restaurants, stuff like that. 
And, and some other cultures, you know, think of it like Mediterranean diets. Think of other like Asian diets. Like it, it's just really depends on a lot of different factors when it comes to your health. It's not just because you don't do push-ups. It's because your overall lifestyle. And I think that's what the biggest thing that people need to realize is it really is a lifestyle change that you have to do for yourself in order to really get healthy. You know what I mean? Like you want to see six-pack abs. And like I said, once again, my opinion, I'm not a trainer or anything like that. Um, you want to get six-pack abs, you know, just doing crunches every day isn't going to do anything. You know, if you're doing crunches, let's say Steve is doing crunches every day and he wants to get six-pack. But on the weekends, he's going out with his buddies and, and downing eight beers and eating bad and, you know, stuff like that. You're not going to get results, man. I'm sorry. Like, you're really not. So, like, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is really take it one small step at a time, right? So, change your – in order to get healthier, right, like, change what, not only what you do physically but what you eat as well. Um, that will – create a huge significant difference in your life. You know, you'll have more energy, um, you'll be in a better mood, and, and, and so much more. I mean, you can do tons and hundreds of hours of research on how exercising versus being, you know, just stagnant will really change your life, you know, in so many different ways. And I think that's something that people really need to realize, especially with what happened the past couple of years, you know, our health is huge. Um, especially nowadays, right? We want to stay on top of our health. We want to be healthy or we want our immune systems to be strong. So make sure you take small steps first. And a perfect you know, example is like, like I was talking about earlier is let's say someone picks that they want to run a marathon next year. Okay, great. But if you've never ran a day in your life, it's going to be really, really hard. And the biggest thing you can do first is take tiny, small baby steps, right? Start walking, walk one mile, And then keep doing that. Then walk two miles. Then walk three miles. Then you're like, man, I feel good. Start jogging. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to jog one mile. I'm going to jog two miles. I'm going to jog three miles. And then you're like, now I can start picking up the speed a little bit. I'm going to run one mile. I'm going to run two miles and three miles. And then all of a sudden, one day you'll be like, I can run 10 miles. Like, right? Like, the amount of improvement you can see in your life is absolutely huge when you take those small steps. Because one, it makes it less harder. Because I think the thing that we see that that fails with a lot of people is, you know, New Year's resolutions come around and, and people want to get in shape. They, they, they pay the gym membership. They want to go to a fancy gym. And that's another thing that I want to get into when it comes to finances. You know what I mean? Like they want to go a fancy gym and, and they're like, I'm going to grind it out. I'm going to go every day. Dude, like what happens is you burn yourself out. Like people burn themselves out because one, it's stressful. Like it really is because especially if you have no idea what you're doing. If you're going to go buy gym shorts and a tank top and a water bottle and you decide to go out there and go to the gym and you're completely lost, you don't even know like what an elliptical is, like you're going to be stressed out because like no one's going to be there to help you unless you go ahead and hire that personal trainer. And so do your research first, right? Because honestly, like... A big thing is if you're a gym, if you live in like a really high metropolitan area, like let's say like you live in Chicago, right? And like to get to the gym is, you know, 25 to 30 minutes stuck in traffic, you're not going to go to the gym, okay? Like it's going to be so unmotivated for you to get home from your nine to five, take care of the kids, or if you don't have kids, whatever, take care of your pets or whatever. And then you have to get dressed and then go to the gym, but you have to be sit in traffic for 25 minutes to half an hour just to get to the gym. Okay, if we took a survey out of 10 people, probably five out of 10 wouldn't go because they're just unmotivated, especially if you're just starting this, right? 
the biggest thing to do is analyze that. If your gym is down the street, great, sign up for a gym membership. If it's not and you know yourself, you know, like we all know ourselves better than anyone else, you know, get an at-home gym. Not saying like get super expensive gym equipment. Nowadays, you can do a perfectly full body workouts with just the smallest dumbbell set, some kettlebells, some uh, exercise bands, even just like using your body, you know, your own body weight to do push-ups and sit-ups and, and burpees and, and all good stuff like that, right? Pull-ups, uh, whatever. You know, like YouTube is huge. The internet is huge. Use it. Use it as best as you can and find as many resources as you can. You know, read men's health. Read women's health. Read, go to YouTube pages. There's, trust me, there's thousands of influencers out there that are want you to try their workouts, right? So... Go out on your social media instead of just scrolling, find something that you can find useful for yourself in order to get yourself in shape. And so that's the biggest thing, baby steps and use your resources because I think that'll be the most beneficial thing for yourself to really take advantage and and, and stay motivated. Um, Going off of that in regards to mental health, I think it's absolutely huge. Um, I think it's something that we still kind of ignore, especially nowadays. Um, you need to know that your mental health is one of the biggest factors for yourself on how you function on an everyday basis, right? You need to look at the positives. You need to be able to clear your mind, right? If you're one of those types of people that you get cut off on your way to work and that ruins the rest of your day, you need to change that because that is not healthy at all, right? You can't just be living the rest of your day being like, oh my God, that guy freaking cut me off. I Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, like whatever. Like it, it just distracts you from everything else going on in life, right? So don't let those little things like that really tick you off. Like you just have to like, okay, hey, he cut me off. I'm going to let him do his thing, keep being an aggressive driver. And then you know what? If he gets in a car accident, I'm safe. And he got in a car accident, right? Not that you're wishing that anyone gets in a car accident, but you're playing the, the safe role and making sure that you're getting to work safe. Maybe you got your kids in the car, you're getting, you're getting them to their destination safe, whatever it is, right? Don't let the little things like that take you off. Like that's what really ruins everyone's days. Another thing too is make sure that you find time for yourself as well, right? Whether it's meditating, whether it's literally just doing breathing exercises in the morning before you go to work. Look at yourself in the mirror, say one positive thing. So many small things are out there and resources that you can use that will really change your aspect on life. Um, you have no idea. Like I started meditating. I start. I do that very often. Um, I do breathing exercises in the morning before I turn on my laptop for work. You know, um, stuff like that. Like it really does help you set you in the mood um, for success. It really does. Like it. It. It levels you out. It. It kind of causes you to just not stress out about the small things. And kind of lets you look at things through a different point of view, right? Like if you have a long day, you have a day full of meetings and stuff, just, you know, talk yourself through it, write it down, write your day down. This is what my day looks like. I need by 10 a.m. I need to have this done. By 11 a.m. I'm here, 12, 3 o'clock I'm out the door, right? It will make your day feel so much easier versus like just not writing anything down or not reflecting on your day. And then you're just scrambling around all day trying to get things done. If you plan yourself out, whether it's in work, whether it's in life, everything will become a lot easier. So I think those are the, the big things for mental health and body health, right? One, take it easy, small steps, take your time with things, meditate, find something that works for you. Like I said, exercise is just the same thing as meditation. It causes you to unstress. It causes your body to relax. It will help you in so many ways.
And like I said, it doesn't have to be extreme. I'm not saying go do 100 burpees. Go on a walk. Go on a walk after work. Like it will help you so many ways. Um, the biggest one I want to get into here, finances. That is the biggest one I think that we have such a challenge um, in today's time. Finances, I can't even address how huge this is, right? So a lot of us or a lot of people, you know, went through some difficult times with, with everything going on in the world. And I, that's completely understandable, right? But when you look up these statistics where, you know, most people live paycheck to paycheck, like that's a scary thought. Most people are in debt. Most people don't invest. Most people are struggling paying bills every month, even if they make six figures. Believe it or not, there's people out there making six figures and they're struggling to pay the bills every month. They're living paycheck to paycheck, right? Like it sounds crazy, right? Especially from your average person. Like let's say the average salary is what? Like $48,000, right? Or something like that. And, and you find out that Mike, your next door neighbor, makes $200,000 a month or sorry, yeah, whatever, a year. And uh, you're like, man, he looks, he looks good. He's got a good life. He's got a nice car. He drives a Porsche. He, his wife drives a Mercedes. Uh, they got a pool in the backyard. Their kids go to private school, stuff like that. But meanwhile, you know, behind closed doors, they're stressing out because they're barely making it through the day. They're barely making it through the month. You know, they got nothing left in their checking account at the end of the day. Like those are, that's a real, that's reality. It really is. I mean, not just for, you know, people like that, but people in general who have trouble handling their finances, because let's be honest, you know, in society, in schools nowadays, they don't teach you how to handle a checkbook or checkbook, that sounds so old. They don't teach you how to handle credit cards, right? They don't teach you how to invest. They don't teach you about student loans. Like I took an econ class, you know, like when I was in high school, like they don't teach you any of that stuff. Like they taught me, literally taught me how to write a check. Like think about the last time you wrote a check, right? I think I've written, I've written once, you know, maybe once or twice for like a deposit on an apartment, you know? So like, that's not really going to help us. You know, nowadays we want to learn how to invest. We want to learn how to do things, things, but you know, for finances and even for mental health, bringing it back to that, I think the biggest thing, what we need to do is don't rely on social media to reflect on your life, okay? So it means that when you're scrolling on Instagram and you're looking at other people's lives, whether it's the 18-year-old kid who sold an NFT and now he drives a Lamborghini, whether it's some finance guy on Instagram, some fitness person who drives a BMW, has a nice house, you know, like we can get our minds so warped on this type of lifestyle from social media. It's, it's a negative thing from social media. It really is. Whether it's your body and you're seeing like Joe with six pack and you're like, man, I wish I was Joe. Uh, whether it's you're seeing some big finance guy and he's driving his private jet and he's like, I bought this uh, duplex condo apartments with 96 units and I make $800,000 a month. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what did I do wrong in my life? Like, why can't I be like that? The first thing you want to do is do not compare yourself to those people. Do not, you know, don't, then the biggest old school little term they use is don't keep up with the Joneses. That's the biggest thing you can do for yourself. Don't keep up with the Joneses. And a biggest thing that we can do when it comes to finances, first, number one, 
for real. Like if I had to talk to someone and I've talked to, you know, like family members and stuff like that on how to handle their finances, the number one thing you want to do, okay, and it's going to sound scary because people don't like talking about money, get out of debt. Really 100% honest. I'm not being Dave Ramsey. And if you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, you know what I mean? Like it's just some finance guy. I'm not being those type of people. I'm saying that getting out of debt um, is, can be the biggest thing for you because you're using your salary or you're using your, month, your, your hourly wage for yourself to better yourself instead of paying bills, okay? So take, for example, the average car payment in America is probably around 500 something dollars nowadays, okay? 500 something dollars, Okay. Now people, a lot of people think like, man, I can't, yeah, like, you know, I need a car. I need a car to get to work. I need a car to go out. I need a car. Yeah, you need a car. That's perfectly fine. Go ahead and go get a car. But the biggest thing is people try to go get a car when they could easily go buy a used car and not have any car payments a month, right? They saved up for a down payment. I'll be a hundred percent realistic here. I'll be a hundred percent realistic. You can save up for it. Let's say you're like, I have $5,000 for a down payment. Believe me or not, no matter where you live, you can find a car for five to six thousand dollars. A nice used car for five to six thousand dollars. Oh, but I don't want to be driving a 2013 sedan. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? What are people going to think of me? Look, I'll be 100% honest. No one cares what you drive. No one absolutely cares. There's no one on the street. You're not driving around and people are like, oh, look at Joe Schmo. He drives a Honda Civic. They no one knows you, dude. Like no one knows who you are when you're driving at an intersection and no one's staring at you. Everyone is zoned in on what they're doing in their life. They don't care about what you drive. And I think that's the biggest thing. I, I see that all the time. You know what I mean? Like people go out and get a new car every single year. They want to have the newest this. They want to have the newest that. Not even just cars, right? They want to have the newest iPhone. They want to have the newest shoes. They want to have the newest car. They want to have the newest everything. You don't need to have all that stuff. You need to stop first off I'll, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be blunt. Like if you want to have success with your finances, one, get out of debt. Okay. I'll start there. Sorry. I kind of got off track, but one, get out of debt. List all your debts, whether it's your student loans, whether you owe your car, whether you owe on a couch or your pool or whatever it is that you bought, right? Using debt. Get out of that first. You need to get out of that first. Okay. Like, I know there's going to be hundreds of people out there like, oh, interest rates are so low right now. Uh, you know, you want debt. Look, the only time you use debt as a leverage is when you're, first off, when you're out of debt and you can go ahead and be like, I'm going to go get in debt, but for a nice thing, something that's going to create passive income, something that's going to create income for you. So for example, you're out of debt, you got no debt. Zero. You paid off your car. You paid off your student loans. You paid off everything. Zero. You got nothing. Now you have all this money coming in and you're like, what am I going to do with all this money? Like, I don't know what to do with it. One, invest. And I'll get into that. Two, you can get into debt. And you're like, what? That doesn't make sense. Get into debt in regards to, first off, do your 100% research. Don't just go out and do this. But do your research and like, hey, like, I want to buy some investment property. Okay, so I'm gonna get in debt. I'm gonna go buy this complex, this unit, or a rental house, or a one one bed, one bath condo, or something. Right? It's uh, two hundred thousand dollars a month. Whatever. We're just. I'm literally just throwing numbers out there. Your mortgage is nine hundred bucks a month. 
or whatever. After everything, like you're paying nine fifty a month, and then you charge, right? You charge for rent. You charge fifteen hundred dollars a month or whatever, right? So you're making six hundred dollars passive income for you after paying the mortgage on that unit and all the fees and all like that. <clears throat> you're charging fifteen hundred dollars a month for utilities and rent, which is probably unrealistic nowadays, but whatever. And then you're making six hundred dollars, like you're using debt as a leverage to make income, okay? That's what I mean by using debt. Another thing is, when you get out of debt, now you have all this extra money, invest, okay? Even if you don't know how to invest, you don't know what you're doing, you've never invested a day in your life, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is use resources once again, whether it's online, at reputable resources, like Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, like people, companies or people, a financial advisor at your bank, there's always going to be someone there. Um, start a an investment account and start trickling money in there. You don't have to put all your money in there. You can just start trickling money in there and it'll continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And you start building that wealth for yourself. It's not rocket science. It 100% is not rocket science. Okay. Like I can spend another two, three hours talking about finances and how you can better yourself and what you can do. But the biggest thing you can do for yourself is don't keep up with the Joneses, okay? Get out of debt and then invest your money. Make that money work for you, okay? You can let it set in a savings account and tons of, of great people out there that, that are financial experts, you know, they say you can let money sit in a savings account if you plan on using it within three to five years, okay? So whether you're saving up for a down payment in a house, whether you're saving up for whatever it is you want to save up for, as long as you plan on using that money in three to five years, yeah, put it in the savings account and just let it sit there and just keep accumulating and accumulating, right? If you don't plan on using that money in three to five years, invest it, you know, start a brokerage account, start a Roth IRA, start a 401k. If you don't know what a Roth IRA or a 401k is, all you have to do is hit Google and type in what is a Roth IRA and what is a 401k or what even is a brokerage account, right? Because there's tons of stuff you can use out there. I mean, if I can name one right off the bat, I mean, one of the best books I ever read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Old book. It's been around since the 90s, I think, even in the 80s probably. But Rich Dad, Poor Dad really just changed my perspective on money overall. I mean, I come from a financial background, so like I invest, I do things of that manner. Um, but just some books out there, Warren Buffett books, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I watch a bunch of YouTube guys, not just Joe Schmo, who's 17 years old and thinks he knows what he's doing. I, I talk about, you know, like whiteboard finance, that guy, Marco there, absolutely huge. Um, he, you know, he's taught me a lot of things. He teaches people a lot of things, uh, in regards to handle, handle your money, how to budget, you know, what inflation is causing, um, index funds. And if, like I said, if I'm just saying these words and they make no sense to you, just start doing your research. That's the biggest thing you can do is research, okay? Like you wanna get wealthy, you wanna invest, you wanna grow your money instead of just sitting there and living paycheck to paycheck. You need to do the work. It's not gonna come for you. No one's gonna do it for you. No one's gonna do it for you because no one cares, okay? Like 100% honest. We live in a capitalistic society, okay? Where Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and there's people out there that make hundreds of millions of dollars. It's dog eat dog out there. No one's going to help you unless you have a loved one or someone that cares about you that's willing to put in the work and help you out every single day. You need to make sure that you're handling it yourself, right? So write down. It sounds weird. It's people are, people freak out 
talking about money. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't freak out talking about money. Okay. Because one day like $10,000 sounds like a lot of money, but it's not $20,000 sounds like a lot of money, but it's not, you know what I mean? Like I thought that much, I thought money like that sounded like a lot when I was back in the day, but nowadays it's not, you know what I mean? Like it really isn't. You need to learn about inflation. You need to learn about what's going on in our society. Keep up with the trends, keep up with the news. Like, you know, not just news about the pandemic, keep up news about finances, what's going on in our country. You know, where you can stash your money away. Like, just things like that can help you in such a long way. You know, like, people think, like, oh, I make 15 bucks an hour. That's it. That's all I'm going to make. Okay? Like, that guy who makes 15 bucks an hour, if he plays his cards right and he invests money and he's out of debt, he can go a long way. Maybe by the time he's 40, 50 years old, he'll have a million dollars. Okay? You need to play the patient game as well. People are trying to get rich quick nowadays. Crypto, NFTs, stuff like that. I'm not saying that's wrong. I have a little small portion. I have a small portion of my portfolio in cryptos. I want to get into NFTs. You know, just you have to play a little risk sometimes, but play with what you can lose. Okay? Especially in the crypto game and stuff like that. Play with what you can lose. Don't go out and buy, put all your life savings in Bitcoin. Put a small percentage of it. You know, don't go out and, like I said, this is all my opinion, obviously, first off. I don't want you guys thinking that, oh, go invest in Bitcoin and then you lose all your money. Okay, I'm saying play with what you can lose. Okay, like, for example, I have a Roth IRA for my retirement. I have a 401k with my employer. And I have another brokerage account that I put money for growth stocks that I think stocks that are, you know, coming up. I do my research. I buy these stocks. And I'm like, you know what? I think they'll grow eventually over time. And I invest in cryptos and stuff like that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to have a diversified thing where I'm, you know, getting a little piece of the pie from every single sector. My next step is real estate. You know what I mean? Like, I want to buy a rental property or two and then just have that as passive income. And you know what I mean? Like, it is what, you know, that's how life works, especially here in America. You know, we're a capitalist society. Unless you own a business or stuff like that, you got to grind a little bit, okay? You can't just rely on your nine to five. You got to make that nine to five work for you as well. Because one, you lose a lot. We all lose. If you're an employer, if you work for a company, no matter big or small. And at the end of the day, in reality, most of the time you lose your money. You're going to lose your money in taxes. Okay. So take, for example, someone who makes $50,000 a year. At the end, they probably only make 30. I don't know. Top of my head. They probably make $39,000 after your taxes. Like take home money. Right? After your benefits, after your taxes, after putting money in your 401k, if you do, and stuff like that, you're left with $39,000 a year physical money that you can use to spend. Okay? You got to pay taxes. There's no way around that unless you're a millionaire, but it is what it is, and we got to live with it. Right? So, like I said, <clears throat> there are little things you can do. Budget. Right? Budget yourself. Like, for the holidays, don't go out and spend $5,000. Set a budget for each person, right? And, 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 and for me, like, I like buying gifts that are useful. Like, buy gifts that people are going to use multiple times. Don't just buy a t-shirt. Buy, like, something. Like, if you have a college athlete, buy them, like, a massage gun or, or like, a, like, like a recovery stuff, supplements, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, stuff that they will use. Um, but also like, don't go over budget. I know people love giving gifts, but don't go over that budget, right? Set a, even if it's a small budget, if it's $500, you can make that work. You can literally buy 10 gifts for 10 different people with 500 bucks. It's not unrealistic. You're like, Oh no, I have to spend $3,000. No, you don't. 
right? You really don't. It's just one day, okay? Like, uh, the holidays are great. It's great to spend with time and family. It's not all about the gifts. It's about spending time with your family or your loved ones or your friends, okay? So don't worry about you're not getting the best gift or you're not giving them the best gift or whatever, okay? It's just one day. It moves on, and then we live life again. So think about that next time. And like I said, if you need anything, whiteboard finance guy, he's huge. Marco is huge on there. Follow him on YouTube. Uh, I don't even know the guy. I just, I just know that he knows what he's talking about. Um, but you can find so many things, guys. There's so many books out there. There's so many audio books. There really nowadays is no excuse. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to what, how you want to live your life and what you want to accomplish, especially when it comes to your finances. You want to, you know, you want to be lower income and, and the, like, I can just feel like the amount of people right now who are like, oh, like, you know, like you don't know my life. Like I have like eight kids and da, 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 da. I understand. Okay. Like we all go through different things in life. But I'm not saying everyone needs to be a millionaire. I'm not saying that you need to make millions of dollars on this type of stuff. It's just playing your cards right a little bit. Well, maybe instead of losing money, you're making a little bit more money. Even if it's $1,000, right? Start off like with a small goal. Everything needs to start off small. If you don't have a savings account, first off, open up a savings account. Second, set a goal for yourself. 100 bucks, then 1,000 bucks, then 2,000, then 5,000, then 10,000. And if it, it's, you're not gonna do it in a year, if you can't do it in a year, then that's fine. It's better than being at zero, right? Like, you need to have something like that for an emergency. And that's what happens, right? We get in credit card debt because we don't have an emergency fund. Like, I think that would be the biggest thing for yourself too, is have at least like a $1,000 emergency fund or some sort, even 500 bucks. Like your car breaks down, you got those 500 bucks stashed away where you can put new tires on your car, right? You pop a tire, you got 500 bucks in your pocket. You don't have to stress about worrying about your next paycheck or putting it on your credit card, you know? Like I, can, like I said, like, like, like with finances, it's such a huge like spectrum that I could talk about this for hours. Like I could break it down from how to use credit cards right, how to have money in your savings, how to invest, da 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 You know, keep going on forever, like for hours. That's why I'm just telling you, use your resources available to you, read books, watch YouTube videos. You don't have to sit there for eight hours and watch YouTube videos, right? You can just sit down, I'm gonna watch a 10 minute video, and maybe tomorrow I'll watch a five-minute video and then maybe on, you know, whatever. You know, like, like, it's really, I mean, when it comes down to your health or even finances, it really, I mean, honestly, life in general, it really comes to organization. It really does. Like, you want to be able to set aside time to figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it. Okay, like you want a promotion in your job, you need to figure out how to do it. You want to get out of your job and you want to start your own business, you got to figure out how to do it. And, and I think that that's perfect going into the next section. What I want to talk about is following your passion. Okay, not a lot of us have our dream job. And most people are stressed out because of that. Because, you know, you work in a cubicle and, and, and you, don't, you didn't plan on doing this when you grew up, right? When you were eight years old, what did you want to do? When you were 15, what did you want to do? When you were 20 in college, what did you want to do? Like life isn't perfect and, and you're not going to end up in the same place. Okay, I've had multiple different types of, in, I've been in multiple types of different industries and I can tell you right off the bat, like where I initially started in college, I didn't end up. And I'm happy where I'm at right now and I plan on continuing my success, but like I, I didn't, it's completely like 180 from 
from what I originally went to school for, right? Like, and, and you never know. Like, you find stuff that you're passionate about you didn't even know you're passionate about. So I think, like, the big thing going into 2022 is whether it's a hobby that you just want to use as a stress reliever or something to make friends or meet new people, you know, the biggest thing you can do is, is just find something that makes you happy, right? Whether it's going on walks, whether it's taking bike rides, joining a bike club, going ice skating, going snowboarding, learning how to rock climb, going hiking, um, learning how to surf, uh, learning how to build a computer, you know, start a Twitch and start video game streaming. Like there's so many little things you can do that you never know what can happen from them, right? Like you could start your own small business. You could end up being like a huge YouTube star. You could end up being something you never know, right? You really never know. Maybe it's something you got you never knew you were good at, right? So like follow your passions in regards to try new things because we only get one chance at this, guys. We really only get one chance. And like, for example, like one of my resolutions to 2022, I plan on traveling a lot more, um, you know, like going around exploring the world, like just doing things like that because we only get one shot, right? You don't want to wait till you're 65 or you're retired to be able to go travel or be able to go do things like that. But in order to do those things, you need to have other things correctly, right? Like you're like, oh yeah, easy for someone to say like, you know, I'm in debt. Like I, 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 there's no way I can go to Europe. Okay, like, well, you need to take care of that first and then do it right? Anything is possible, guys. Like anything really is possible. Like you just have to have the right mindset to go attain it. Okay. I'm not saying like, just because you say you want to go play in the NBA, you're going to go play in the NBA. I'm saying you can bust your ass off and play college. You can bust your ass off and be really competitive and play like in a competitive men's league. Like, and it brings joy to you because like, Hey, like I feel so accomplished all the hard work I've put in. Like there's so many things I think like that blocks us from like our eyes from really what's going on in life because of social media and like because of like the different types of people we see every day. You know, we're like, man, like I wish I was Steve, man. Steve's like the VP of my company. Like he drives a freaking Tesla. Uh, he did da da da. You know, like whatever. Like you can't do that. You can't do that to yourself because maybe Steve busted his ass off to get with that position, right? Maybe he went to school for financing and data, like whatever, you know, and like now he's the VP of some big company and like you didn't go to school, like you have a part, you got a entry level job and now you're working your way up the ladder, right? Like it, the biggest thing is, is just follow what makes you happy. Happiness is the biggest thing we can have in this life. And if you don't have that, you don't have anything. You could have the biggest house, you could have the nicest freaking car, you could... You could have millions of dollars in your pocket, but if you're not happy, like, what's the point of all of it, right? Like, you worked so hard for all that, and then you have nothing. So make sure that whatever it is you're chasing, whatever it is you're happy about, what you want to achieve, whatever it is that you think makes you happy, go for it and do it. Don't let anything stop you from doing that, right? You want to travel. Okay, cool. You want to travel. Start putting money aside to go travel. Whether it's $5 a week, I'm serious. Whether it's $5 a week, you will eventually get there, okay? You want to save up for a nice car? You want to save up for a house? You want to save up for whatever? Put money aside. You want to get good at chess? Start learning how to play chess and start practicing and start doing stuff like that. Like you want to learn a new language? Start studying the new language. It all happens by starting. You have to start off somewhere first, right? So I really hope... You know, I know I rambled on, 
But I really hope some of this stuff really helps you out because, you know, sometimes people just need that small little push to get you where you want to be. So I just want to come out with this podcast. I plan on having more guests on. Um, we did plan on having a guest, but, you know, we are. I'm talking about like they're in Germany. I'm here. So like the time zone is just completely different. Um, but I plan on having a lot more guests and, you know, going into 2022, I plan on having a lot more podcasts and, you know, on my Instagram pages, first off, if you're not following us on Instagram, uh, check us out at 222pod, literally just spell it out, 222pod on Instagram. Uh, I believe it's the same handle for, <clears throat> uh, for Twitter. Uh, we're always interactive on there on both those sites. Uh, check us out on Spotify at 222podcast. You can look up uh, two da- two you know, 22 podcasts or write it out, whatever you need to look up. It's, it's in the link in the bio on Instagram. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, like I said, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to this. Um, but yeah, if you have an interesting story, if, if you want to be on the podcast, I am willing to accept anybody on here, right? Because I want to meet new people. This is all this podcast is about. It's talking about different topics, big or small. Um, so reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. Just shoot me, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram or hit me up on Twitter um, or whatnot, and we will get it going, right? So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, whatever you got going on. Have a great rest of your 2021. Be safe out there, um, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again.